So, welcome to another episode of the Course I Take Over podcast. I'm Diz. What it do? It's your boy White. Hey man, we sitting here. What? I ain't gonna lie. Hey, every time when I was growing up, they always asked me like, "Who one of the best players you ever seen playing growing up?" His name always came up. Tell y'all a about him, man. Um, uh, one time C Mac Player of the Year, two time, two time rookie, rookie uh, ACC Rookie of the Week. MVP of the Orange Classic, averaging 20 points, four rebounds, a Brewster Scholar, and a C-Mac MVP, man. Aaron Thomas, and, what's going on? And the, the, the background story on him, man. My boy used to walk around the city with the basketball, man. That was that was what it was. <laughs> For sure. What's up, fellas, man? I definitely appreciate the introduction, man. Appreciate that. Man, no sure. doubt, man. Appreciate appreciate you for joining us, man. But so how um how preseason been going, man? Getting ready for the season. How's it been going so far? How like how, how you feeling? It's going well so far, man. Uh everybody locked in. Uh everyone focuses on another level, you know. And we're in the Italian Cup right now. We want to know we play again tomorrow. So just getting prepared for that. Is now is this a new uh a new country for you? I'm back in Italy. You know, I've okay. been, I played here for three years. This is my fourth year playing here. So, oh. but last year I wasn't here, but now I'm back here this year. Is it now, now, is it a different feeling with this team or, or is it like the same feeling? Some of the guys um, I played with a couple of oh, times okay. or I played against in this league. So I'm familiar with, you know, the coach and a couple of the players. Got you, got you. Now, go ahead, Dad. So now, um, now, 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 let's take it back to the beginning, man. Like, um, uh, familiar name everybody may know, but like, if somebody was to ask you, who is Aaron Thomas? Who is At? If somebody was to ask you, man, somebody who just, you know, who know all the ups and downs, who've been there, um, you know, someone who just. Put a lot into what he do, for try to to perfect his craft, and you know somebody who just, you know, I'm not what people think. People think I'm mean or have an attitude. I'm a real cool guy for real, man. You know, I think I get along with others more than what people say I uh, do, and that's pretty much it, man. Got you, got you. Now we're gonna take it back to the to the eight to the AT before AT. What what um what's the history on on you skipping the grade um when you uh moved up from the seventh to the uh ninth grade? Man, that was a crazy situation because it happened so fast. Uh, I was at Row Hill, and at this time, no, I knew nothing about the recruiting process as far as like seven to the ninth, and I was I was. You know, it happened so fast. I was still older than people. So, you know, once it happened, you know, I, it didn't really take me that long to adjust to high school because I was already like a grade older than what uh, people at, at Roe Hill. So yeah. we took them APAC classes, me and Shane, and we was able to do that for, I think, half of the year in order to be able to skip the grade yeah. and start yeah. playing at freshman. Now, how, how was it going into like going from the seventh grade to the ninth grade? That's a big like. That's kind of like a 
a life altering, a life changing experience because you're going from being around you because back then, it, back then the high schools and the middle schools weren't connected like that. So you're going from being around technically some kids. Now you're you around a high school. Now I'm in a whole different environment. That's like seventh and ninth grade. How was that transition for you? Young adults. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, like I said, it happened so fast, man, because I remember I'm there for that season or just the school, seventh grade. Then the next year, I'm taking these classes, and then not even a year go by, the rest of the year, we right into the ninth grade. So it was a big jump. It was just something, you know, I had to learn on the go, learn fast, you know, the pace. It was different, so I had to adjust to that. What what was the toughest thing, like, what aspect of the game made it easy for you to adjust to that uh, high school level coming from middle school? From middle school to high school, is I think it was pros and cons to it because around that time, I was playing with older guys. Right. Even though I was in elementary, I was in middle school, but I was playing with older guys outside. Yeah, so... So once I got to the next level, you know, I was used to playing with older guys, but it's, it's, it was, you know, it was a tough adjustment, but um, yeah, I was just so used to playing with older guys. So when I got to high school, you know, competition, it was more structured than, you know, playing outside, but outside was just, you know, more just physical and you're not going to get the calls like you would get in high school. So for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, coming off of that freshman year, you did that, but I think sophomore year, the, that sophomore year is when you made your first all-conference team. You made second team after that. Like, how how was it finally like, because you feel me, going from the seventh grade, it's like, okay, ninth grade, but that, as a sophomore, now you made second team all-conference in the CMAC. That was a big lead at the, that was a big lead at the time, still is, but how was that finally making that conference team? Now you're like, okay. How was that feeling? I started to find myself, man. That's what's crazy. So, you know, I was an underdog. I really didn't have a name. And I'm coming from middle school. I play freshman, but I was throwing JV. Remember when I was a freshman at Aiken, I was throwing JV. I really did. I ain't playing no varsity. It was, it was stacked. So my sophomore year, you know, it was with AAU. It's when I, because also I played with the prophets. So AU really started, I was starting to glow and really found myself. And I was so locked in in the gym, bro. Like them summers was helping me out. I can't lie. So, you know, I was locked in. And then, you know, slowly but surely, you could see like I was starting to take the steps. Now, growing up from where you come from, how did how did that make it easy for you to be hungry? to to want to go go to the next level every every year. I mean, you know, you know that that's something we all have in common. You know, right. us three uh, us three have in common, you know, just growing up, you know, in the hood, you know, not things are not given to you. You just so used to the grind and trying to provide and find ways out and that played in part with it, you know, like I said, uh, my mom and, you know, I had, I think I had a, you know, a solid corner on, on that end as far as just staying locked in and, you know, hard work, hard work, because nothing was given. All right, all right. What was, what was, um, 
Like, who was that player that you went to to watch, like, when you wanted to learn a new move or, like, you wanted just to get something different to your game? Who was that player you watched growing up? Man, that's tough. Um, I would say, because at that time, was KD was KD still at Texas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like better. He, he was. He was. No, he he was in the league, but but he was fresh from Texas around that yeah, time. Okay. So I used yeah. to watch like I was a huge. Well, I, I still am, but I used to watch his highlights. Like yo, like because in high yeah. school I was long, lanky, able to handle it, shoot it. So I'm like he, you know, he's long. He he's six nine. He's six ten. My bad. He's six ten, seven foot. Of course, but I would just that's just how I visualize it. Like. So I see how I see him. I'm like, dang, like, and then try to, you know, just learn some stuff from there, from uh, yeah. Kevin Durant or somebody. Yeah, I, I definitely see that too, cause I know you you love to shoot over motherfucker. I mean, people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's all a shooter need. That's all a shooter need. You know, that space. If you able that's to space. get space, there's no such thing of a bad shot. What what do you think the best attribute to your game is? I say my mid range. That's my bread and butter, bro. I can't lie. My that mid range, that pull up, you know, getting from A to B, and you know I can hit the three. Um, but the my bread and butter is the the mid range game for sure. Okay. Now we let's jump back to that A game, man. What was it like playing for Coach Leon, man? <laughs> Man, we just – we had so much talent, man. Yeah. It was crazy. And, uh, you know, he was just one of them coaches. I think everything was happening so fast for him, and we just had so much. Uh, it was really hard to balance. I'm not saying it was hard for him to balance. It was hard for everybody to try to get on the same page. Because right. we had the names. We had the, you know, the talent. It was just tough. You know, they don't try to practices got crazy, huh? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I ain't gonna, hey, that, that team that year, y'all had two starting fives. Man. <laughs> For real. Don't, but, don't, but, but the crazy thing about it, man, in my opinion, bro, that don't be my favorite teams to play on, bro, because, like, it make you get better every day. It make you bring it to practice. Sure. I definitely bro. agree. Like, the open even, – even before – you said Leon, even before Leon took over, when Jim was there – my freshman year. And bro, like the open gyms used to get Crazy. like it used to get real, bro. Like, think about it, bro. It's, that's a lot of talent in one room, bro. And guys going and guys really going after each other, bro. Like, really going after each other. Uh, I would have loved to have been a part of some of them, man. A super competitive guys, too. That that junior that junior year, I, I I believe it was that summer of that junior year for QCP. Um Playing for the profits, that's when I mean that sophomore year, it was really like, okay, he can hoop, but that junior year, that summer of that junior year, let's talk about that. Like that's when people really know, like, oh yeah, that's when you make first team that next year. You know, we know what happened, but talk to us about that. Man, it was like I said, I was, you know, in my position, I was just always the underdog, bro. Like I always play with that chip on my shoulder, even now if I go to open gym or Something I just got that I want to show him the best player in the gym mentality. That's just how I am. And 
And remember, I was telling you as I'm, you know, going through high school and I was into my sophomore year. Then you said my junior year, I just start to blossom. Like I was in the gym so much stuff just became so second nature to me, bro. Like I already had a dog with the killer mentality. I was just adding the skill to it now. You get what I'm saying? So, and I started to see it though. I started to really see my game just go to that level, bro. Now you get to the next the next year and you end up going to Withrow. What what helped encourage that move? Man, um basketball, I really wasn't worried about basketball wise. I felt like I was go, you know, play the cards. Wherever hand I was dealt with that situation, basketball-wise, I was trying to figure out. Because people forget when you commit, bro, it ain't it's just, okay, commit, forget about school. Like, you really have to meet requirements and stuff, bro. So I was trying – you know what I'm saying? So I was trying to see – because it was down to Woodward to Withrow. And I remember, like, school was on a Monday, and I made the decision on a Friday. So I was just sitting in the room just trying to see which – who had the best route for me academically and that could help me. You know, with uh, Woodward had a good plan, but Withrow just took off with it, bro. Like, you know, everything was set up perfect, and I definitely appreciate him for that. Uh, for sure. Now, now you had your daughter while in high school or at, right after my senior year. Like, the start of my senior, she was born on twenty fifth. Remember, we used to start school like on the twentieth or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On like the yeah, yeah, the twentieth something, yeah. So, so what was like, how, like, how did that change your life and like motivate you to go even harder? Like, man, you, man, it was a lot of people. A lot of people was doubting me too. It was like, oh, he having a baby, oh, he's not gonna be able to, you know, reach his dream or go to FSU before even, you know, my dream or whatever. And, you know, I that, that situation was it was it, you know it was pros and cons to it because, uh. It happened fast. I had to grow up. That was the cons of it. And the pros of it was just like I had a good support team, you know, uh, from Paris, her side of the family, my side of the family, you know, Coach O, you know, people really like we had support. So that was the best thing for me and helped me. Did that make your decision to go to FSU like no brainer? Like I got to go here to feed the family. Like this is. Yeah, for sure. You know, me having a child was to go affect uh, my scholarship. Right. You get what I'm saying? Because I was committed there when I was like, I committed to FSU early. When I when I say into my sophomore year, maybe I committed early. So, uh, you know, once you know, once I uh, had a daughter and everything, I, I, I everything was still on path for me to still go to FSU. Gotcha. No. Um, coming out of Withrow, not going straight to LSU, going to Brewster first. How was that experience going to that? Just just taking that extra year to get ready for that. How was that? This whole experience, that team you played with, was crazy. But just just come on, stars. <laughs> Man, it was it was different. You know, um, it was like the beginning of being away from home. Uh. I had some comfort because I went there with Samaje, so we would be together, and we I, we we um I knew I knew that route me going to uh straight from high school to Brewster, 
I knew that route would be difficult, but it would also help me at the same time. So uh, I actually, like, you know, like, at Brewster, you know, it was for basketball, don't get me wrong, but, like, academically, they really helped me out, like, really helped me out on my path to be able to continue at FSU. And basketball-wise, you guys know the rest, man. It was history, man. i never been a part of none. Like, I was on a good <laughs> high school team. That team at Brewster was different. Like, I, I was like, at that point, I'm like, like, these guys is about to go be getting paid soon. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> ten pros, literally eight, eight to ten pros. Like, you talking about open, the open gyms? Oh man, I, man, no, I know them was real. <laughs> I know they was real. You're talking about, oh, yeah, it was. So, I, uh, what you, my bad, bro? What you say? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, because at that time I was committed to FSU. Jalen was at going to Xavier, and Samaje was going to Xavier also. So Utah and TJ one committed. Uh uh Jakar, I don't I think he was still undecided. And Mitch McGurry wasn't committed. So we was having Roy William, every everybody you can name. <laughs> everybody. It was, it was, it was, it was man. That was for the books, bro. Hey, really it was time to wake Roy up. I'm I'm coming to the ACC next year, man. <laughs> Now, but but the question I was gonna ask, because I, I actually went the JUCO route. So my next question is: so did y'all play a a, a few JUCOs? And how, and like did y'all y'all that team that, that y'all had, y'all probably took advantage of a lot of them JUCOs. Huh? I, I wanna say, but JUCO and Pratt, I don't think if I'm mistaken, because Brewster <laughs> see see Brewster took fifth fifth year, took post grads. Right. So like me, like we was post grads. Opposed to like being seniors, you get what I'm saying. So, uh-huh. uh, so like we didn't play against, like we wouldn't play against like the Oak Hill because Oak Hill is don't they, take post grad. They just yeah, great high school. So we was playing against some. It's called the Nepsack. If any, if, if yeah, whatever you do, the Nepsack, bro. No cakewalk, <laughs> yeah, bro. No. Like it was tough, bro. You know we lost one game. But like it was tough, bro, because people understand when you when you have these kind of teams, it just ain't gonna click right then and there. Like you got all, all the right. time. Like it took us probably fifteen games to really glue together, and it was history after that, bro. It was history after that. Now, now the um, yeah, Brewster was history. Finally getting the chance to step on that LSU campus that first year, man. You you here how? You here, you first year. How was it like just finally being there on campus? It, man, it was it was exciting. Um at that time I was, you know, kind of familiar with the campus because I took at that two visits. So I was just excited to get on campus. My freshman year, um, you know, it was one of them wake up years, bro. Like uh that year really humbled me. It really woke me up to like, you know, I really need to get in the gym and get better. What was your uh I know y'all had a, a real good season that year. What was your motivation to come back and help the team even more sophomore year? It was it was still like my at that time, my resume was starting to build, but it was still something missing. Like, I still feel like I, I could have took it a, another notch. Nice. So, 
I felt like I, I didn't put the icing on the cake, but I was, yeah, I'm, you get what I'm saying? I was starting to, everything was starting to click for me. What was so humbling about the first year? Understanding, like, um, at high school, you pretty much, you have plays and stuff. It ain't as, as, as structured. I'm not saying what people will say. I did whatever I wanted in high school. But my window was more open. In college, your window was not as open. Right. You get what I'm saying? In college, it start, it's like starting all over again, especially on that stage in ACC or FSU. Because you already go if you depend on your situation, you might be playing behind some guys. You know, it was just humbling for me because like I shot a real bad. I'm just I'm so used to high school, like you could just jack up shots, but everything is recorded, bro, in college, like percentages, uh, uh scouting report, uh, can he read display adjustments? All this hitting me too. And you, bro, I'm playing against pros at the ACC, so it was tough. It was tough, bro. Like, it was tough, bro. Defense adjustments, uh, the small things I didn't really, you know, pay attention to or care about uh, my senior year, well, high school, opposed to college where it's next level. What was what was that Duke and, and um, North Carolina environment like your first time was playing in there? It was crazy. I mean, I was <laughs> – Man, I was like, like, why? Like, I I used to watch these kind of games. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of history, especially with those two. And then it's funny because I've been on both ends. One end I've been on, like, oh, that's Duke, North Carolina, and then I'm actually playing. And then once you once you around the environment, you like, yo, like, you belong here. Because yeah. they it give you that energy and that environment. You get what I'm saying? Like it really do. Like it give you that kind of vibe. I want to play against Roy Williams. You know, Mike Shaseski. You get what I'm saying? Like what clicked for you? Like, what was that get it together moment? I was in the gym, bro. Uh I I watched so much uh Coach Gates, uh head coach at Cleveland State right now. Uh, he recruited me. He brought me there. And after that year, he he, he had a, a one. I remember like yesterday, we had a one-on-one -on -one talk. He was like, do you want to get paid? You know, like, do you want to reach your potential? Do, if you want to, you know, you got to lock in in summer. And it was the summer, bro. Like, I was, I watched so much film, bro, just watching so much film. And I was just in the gym, just working on my game, bro. And I just let everything else from there take, you know, take its course. Let everything, you know, everything was playing in my favor. My minutes started to go up. Uh, I started, and it went from there. Each, each year you elevated. Freshman year averaging 6.5 points. That sophomore year averaging 11.3. Then, the, then, that, then that junior year, you averaging 14.8. So that, that each year at elevation, like you said, as you did from when you got older, each year you got better and elevated. Um, how was it like just going into that sophomore year, seeing the work, the work that you put in eventually paying off? I mean, it, it started to happen so fast. 
You get what I'm saying? Uh, because I came in as the guy, still had to prove myself, and then I went from, then I started to go to be that guy. So it's it feels so much better when you work for it, bro. You get what I'm saying? Like it just it just feels so much better because I worked for it. Like I worked for every I was working for everything and every and all the dominoes start to play in effect. So I just try to I just you know I just stayed that course and just 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 want to continue getting better. Say you say man, I put that work in. He got to come see me. Hey man, um, like a, a kid coming from where you coming from in Cincinnati, you know, we are from we know it ain't it ain't easy here, man. You got a lot of people here, but you done been on covers of magazines. You done, you done like you done. It's crazy because I ain't a, I ain't gonna disclose no name. When somebody was like, Man, this might be the Katie of Cincinnati. When you hear stuff, how did that make you feel knowing like you really like, you really like, you came from where you came from. To be honest with you, bro, like when I'm home, sometimes it surprised me, bro, because it's been true, well, almost 10 years since I've been out of high school. 10 years, 2011. So sometimes it still surprised me of the respect I get when I'm in the city, bro. If I'm at an open gym or I'm just out for real. And like, you'd be surprised. You just be surprised. Uh, you know, the things that you could leave behind. Uh, it's just, man, it's funny, man, because I remember when the magazine, like you were speaking about, came out, bro. And I did the, you know, I did the little photo shoot on at, uh, at Withrow in the football, on the football field, and, and all, in, all in that area at Withrow. So, and I remember coming out and everybody was just like, like, bro, you see the magazine? I was like, wow, bro, like, it was just different for me, bro. I'm like, yo, I'm from the English woods. Like, mm. so that's when I really knew, like, bro, I have to, I got to lock in, bro. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, what, I got to lock what, in. What was the toughest thing, like, when that media attention start really coming in and, and like, y'all had the media days and stuff like that? Like, what was the thing that, like, that got to you the most and made it tough to be like, yo, like I'm, I'm uh, like I'm here. Like, like what was like what was the toughest <laughs> thing, bro? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it it was so, man. It it was like, like I said, I played. I was on both sides. I was the guy they never don't. I was the guy that never got put out the room to come interview. I was the guy after practice, no interview. I was the guy, you know, after a big game, whatever, like no interview. To being on a being on the other side where like bro they want to interview you bro like every it was interview after you know pre-game post game and sometimes the media they undervalue you get what I'm saying like even though because I was one of the players who started to blow up so it was like well can you be uh well can you be consistent with it well we see you start to blossom and, and you know it just you're gonna hear all you, you're gonna hear things from all different angles it depends on how you approach it. Can you can you remember that first interview when you first got interviewed? And it was like, and you was just like, man, like I just went crazy. Like I want to say it was the league game. It was a conference game. 
Not league conference game. We played. I want to say Virginia Tech, and I went for like twenty seven. I had like six threes, and like you know, after that interview, it was, I was basically like at that point, like yo, like I need my flowers. Like I, I'm stone blossom. I need my flowers. <laughs> and, and, and one thing people don't get, like, but on conference games hit different than on non conference. Yeah, for sure. Them you, conference you games, bro. Them conference games get real, bro. You got things like this, this is the conference game determine playoffs. Uh, all that, bro. It it is it's going to show. You you want to do good in the conference games. You want to do good. For sure. What? Um, go, go, going into that going into that junior year, you you finally like now you lead the team is how did you feel like be honest, you leading the team and scoring coming off the bench. I always thought about like, man, you the lead, you the team leading score, but they still get me coming off the bench. How was your real reaction? Because I was like, I just always, why you ain't starting? I found my, I, I at that moment, I, I found my, I found my niche. I found my lane. Right. Yeah. See, what most players don't do is, okay, yeah, you're you're more productive. You're leading the team and scoring or whatever, but you've been that successful playing that position, successful coming off the bench. It's been helping the team. Y'all been winning because of this. If you start, it might mess up different situations. You yeah, know what I'm man. saying? So at that moment, I, I knew I, I knew I was it was it was all it was clicking for me. And I, I had my lane. I had I, at that moment I already found my lane. So I really wasn't thinking like why am I not starting? I had already found my lane. I was sticking to the bread and butter. And I just already knew, like, okay, by this point of the season, I'm gonna be starting. I just have to continue being consistent, and then he, he have no choice but to start me. What was what was that thing that like when times got tough down at school? Like, what was that thing around campus that like AT did to to clear his mind? Like, or 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 what what did you do for fun down there to, to get away from basketball? You was always with your the team. I was always with my teammates. Uh, you know, you go have friends off campus. You know, I was cool with the football team. I had guys from the friends from the baseball team. Uh, you just, you know, sometimes you might just want to enjoy that. If, if it's an off day, you might want to just enjoy that off day, probably just chilling. Or, you know, you know where everything got on campus. There's no places to go close to campus. So you might go get a, something to eat. Go play, do some bowling, just something besides basketball, because you know that's like you said, you're doing that every day. So, you no, know, I would just do different things like that to just get away. Now, now it was time to make that jump, man. Get away from FSU. What what made it easy to make that decision, and, and how did that impact your your uh, next move? <laughs> um, it wasn't no easy decision. Um, I really wish I should have stayed, to be honest, like, um, it, it, it really affected my career, but it did, you know, it just took a left, uh, like I said, if it was, uh, like I said, if it was something I could have did, I just wish I would have stayed, 
you know, that last year and, you know, went from there. Yeah. Why, why didn't you stay? Where did you go after there? Like what went in, what went into the decision to leave? Um, you know, a number of things, uh, some things that was, you know, out of my control at one point and some things that was, you know, out of, you know, people control. So, you know, it had one left. And after that, I think I signed with the agency because at that time I was, you know, cleared away from college. Now I was eligible to sign with the agency and, you know, I was just working out, man, just, you know, finding out what's going to be next for me, you know, even though it wasn't what I wanted, but I was still sticking to it. So I knew something, you know, some doors was going to open for me. Now you, you entered, you, uh, go through pre-drive workouts, you interview with some teams, the draft don't go AT way. What what was the next step for AT? Now, it was, um, G League, before it was the G League, D League. D League, um, or, you know, right, right overseas. And uh, that moment, my career, I was still on the edge of, you know, the league, the league, I'm trying to get in there. Uh, I want to experience that, see what it's like. But it was way harder than I thought, uh, especially, you know, um, what happened at FSU. Yeah. And other than that, I, I went through the pre-draft, you know, talked with teams, uh, you know, some went my way, some didn't. And, and then I just went from there. Man, I, I remember seeing a few games while we was in Chicago when you played for Windy City, man, big games, man. I was I oh. tune in at the at the class, man. At going for 25, 30 oh, at night. I'm like, man. I'm like, man. Oh, he yeah, gotta get go, up. Yeah. It went down in the D League, man. I definitely enjoyed my time. That was the grind for me too. Hey, let's talk, let's talk about some of them times, some of them memorable times, because you don't. I mean, you done been to some like, even though you feel like. You ain't you. You feel me? The, the 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 adversity and the challenges you you faced. You 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 done been in a position. A lot of us can probably be like, man, dang them done played with a couple of players that we probably watch on TV today. So those D lead experiences, traveling on that road, just even getting the opportunity to do that. Tell us about some memorable stories. You ain't got no stories from the, like locker room having fun with some of the guys, man. Give us some of them locker room stories. Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. That's a good one. Uh, trying to think, man, at the D League, because it's it used to be, you know, you have fun times. It was just so much of a business. Guys were just right. so serious. Don't get me wrong. It was it was some good. It was some you will have fun, fun times. Trying to think, <laughs> I can't really think in a D League because, man, it's it's a different kind of little energy. It's a little different. You know, guys are just was just so serious about the job and damn, I go get cut after the game or yeah. you know, so it was, you know, you go have moments, but nothing is really sticking out. I have to sit here and really think about it. So all right, so so let's switch it to this then. When you got across that water, man, overseas for the first time, man, like what what was it what was it like, man? You on that long flight going across the water and you like, man, I don't know what to expect when I get here. <laughs> Oh man, it was it mentally it it, it it was tough, man. Uh I was crying to my girl. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, 
you know, just being, I haven't been, I was in college that's different than being overseas. Right. So, because in college, you know, you're in college, so that's school life, but being overseas, that's like a pro life. That's like a, a sacrifice. Going to college, I don't know, may, correct me if I'm wrong, is that a, is that a sacrifice? You know what I'm saying? It, it, like, nah, college, not college, cause, cause, we know, we know why you, we know why you were FSU. College, college still kind of feel like sometimes it feel like a, a, a just an older high school for real. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Like, but like exactly, when you get ready exactly. to go overseas, it's just like more. You probably just move on a tighter schedule. It's just more. Yeah. It's just more. It's just much more tougher, more doubtish. But with the yeah. overseas, bro, it, it was tough, bro. Like mentally for me, like basketball, I handled my business, but mentally, it was killing me. So you all right? So you got across that water, man, and they they you got over. What was the first place you played at? Germany in the BBLs, the tough league. Germany. So so you played in Germany, and then you got over there. They tried to feed you some of that that cat and dog, man. What, what was that? <laughs> what was that crazy? What was that crazy meal they tried to get you to eat? <laughs> man, hey, you stupid, man. It's funny because that was my first year, and I was really. I was a homebody, so I really yeah. wasn't trying to experience nothing. You know, <laughs> after so many years, you over here, then shit start to click and you start to experience stuff. But yeah. uh, I was just a homebody for real, bro. You know, just me with the other American. Uh, he was from Florida. And, you know, it just me and him would just be vibing for real. So my rookie year was just really tough, bro. I just yeah. wasn't trying to experience nothing, trying not – I wasn't trying to experience, you know, uh, the food or nothing. I just go to places that I'm just familiar with or eat something, you know, close that's Americanized. Said, what was the craziest thing you seen over there that made you like, man, nah, I got to get back home. Like, this ain't, or like, what was one thing that you see like that was just weird or awkward that you, that we just don't do over here in the States? I seen... Uh, some some a, a real live. They had a real live animal because here in some places when uh, they you before they cook it or whatever, like they had a real live pig on the back of the strapped up with a rope on the back of the um, <laughs> bike and just riding down the street like it was just norm. It's normal for everybody, but me, I'm looking like man. Let me record this. <laughs> A real live pig, like it was strapped up. So, cause you know, like he probably go gut it out, get ready to go roast, whatever you know, just kill it. I was just like, wow, bro, got a whole pig on the back of on the back of his bicycle, no problem. (laughs) On a bicycle? Yeah, he had the (laughs) so you know how the seat is, but he had like the little little ledge thing on the back. So once he wrapped it on, he 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 wrapped that up, wrapped it like a present. (laughs) I'm like, crazy. He got a whole pig on the back of his bike. I was speechless. I was laughing more. I was just getting weak more like, yo, like, bro, he about to eat good. He about to chop this (laughs) pig. Feed the whole family. For sure. What's um what you about to say? Go ahead. What's that turn up song you gotta listen to before a game, man, to get 
get ready for the game, man. Who that who that <laughs> artist you throwing on? Man, I, I don't have a specific song, but it's a couple guys I, I put, you know, I put like I put on some dirt. I feel like, bro, I, I I'm about to hop out of bed and just windmill, like <laughs> <laughs> put on some little dirt, um, uh, some little baby. Um for some reason, every time I hear that that trash star song. I be turned, bro. Like, yeah, that, that she's a runner. She's a track star. Oh, man. So, uh, you know, a lot of little dirt for real, man. Uh, it's a lot of other guys, little dirt, probably some thug. Uh, so, uh, maybe some money bag, yo. Because once, once I get ready for a game, I'm trying to. Like the first ten minutes, break a sweat, be so turned. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like the yeah. atmosphere and just just ready to put on the show. All right, look, this is a good one right here, man. You you come from where we come from, man. When you got that tech, man, what was the first thing AT got, man? And I, it's funny. This is go. This is go shock you, bro. I'm so plain. Bro, like, I don't – I really – like, I was like, oh, like, I, I'm getting paid now. You know, I was like, okay, like, it's real. But I really ain't – I just haven't – I'm just not – I just never been a type to just go just, just splurge. Like, I like, you know, clothes, shoes. But I just never just went out and just went crazy. Like, it don't take a lot for me to enjoy myself. Like, you sound like me, boy. <laughs> so <laughs> – Nah, for real. My girl, my girl, my girl. She been, she be trying to get me to, you know, like, you know, do stuff. She got me, you know, doing more. But I'm just so plain, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Hey, um, who's who? Who's some of the young guys you follow in the city you like to watch? Man, um, I like Lil Paul. I like his game. Um. Uh, what's his name? Um, he with the tab. Uh, Ray Vaughn. I like Ray Vaughn game. I like his game. Um, I man, the guy from he from Akron though. Uh, what's his name? Chris Livingston. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my guy right there. Hey, that's he one tough. of my favorites. He tough. Uh, I, I gotta go. With, I like my decision. Princeton guy, man. You know, I still got, I got some Princeton blood in me. My guy born. <laughs> Born Harmon, man. The vote. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, you know, it's different now, man. I really haven't been able to see a lot of the guys, little young fellas. You know, I've been around it because I was at Princeton, but I just never really, you know, paid attention to that paid attention that much. What what was it? What what made it easy for you to come back and like say, man, I, I want to step into that coaching field, man, and, and take that take on that opportunity. I've been around it. I'm so, I love the game so much. I've been around it so long. I can see myself just still when I'm when I'm done, you know, when I finally put up the shoes, I I, I can see my I can see myself around it. Plus my daughter, you know. Just being around her, her teammate. That's what really started. Uh, I always wanted to do it, but you know, when I was home, 
being around the tournaments so much, being around her teammates just so much, learning about girls basketball more and more, being around the kids. And then it just went from that. Then kids wanted me to start training them. And, you know, Coach Y asked me about coming up to Prince. I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, I'm on the other side now. You know, like, I, I preparing film and studying film and stuff like that, right, taking notes and writing down notes. I, I get a you know a thrill for that stuff, especially for the you know younger generation. How has it how has it made it more intriguing watching your daughter play? Cause I I watched her a few times and she got that absolute truth <laughs> in her, like like she got it in her, like you can tell, man. She got it in her blood. Man, it's um at first I was go, you know, it it kind of happened fast because she started young, but I ain't know of like okay. I was never going to be the type that was, you're going to play basketball, right. no, no questions, like what, whatever you feel comfortable with. And she loved the game, bro. Like she loved Man. the game. So I'm, I'm riding her way. Like, you know, I'm on her team. I, I, I don't, I don't stepped in a couple of gyms and I seen her and like, bro, like, it's like, you ain't got to tell her to get up and get ready. Like she walk in prepared, <laughs> like ready to eat. Yeah. yeah so like, any. Man, sometimes, you know, I learn so much about her every time when I'm home, bro, especially, you know, in the summer when we're working out together or I'm watching her play. I just be learning so much from her. Like, I'd have seen her game grow. I'd have seen her, the lows and the highs. So, you know, it's fun to watch, man. It's fun to watch. Tell us tell us about that name he just called you, Absolute Truth, and where it came from. Uh oh. The Prophets. Uh, every year, I don't know if it's after every season. Um, I think it is after every season. After yeah, they they come out with the book, a profile on all the players. You know, from say if it was just two teams that year, just sixteen and seventeens, the book would be everybody from the seventeens, a profile on each player. So, and Coach O used to ask me like, "Have you read yours?" And I would I wouldn't read mine because I'm like. You know what I'm saying? I just never really, I just never really got into it. So one day I was at his crib, bro, and it was one on the table, and he got them by the end, but he passed before he passed them out. They coming in bundles. They, you know, you get what I'm saying? They in bundles. So yeah. I'm reading through it. And he was like, "Uh, you call it AT, you know, absolute truth." And I was like, "Oh, like Thank you put God. a lot of weight on your shoulder. That's a lot. That's a Man. lot of shoes to feel, bro." So. And it, that was it, man. What's the um? What's the Ozzy connection, man? How long? What has Ozzy meant to you in your career, man? Because I see he shot shot you a lot and show you a lot of love. What 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 has Ozzy meant to you in your career? He meant a lot, man. Uh, you know, if you want to go as far as a you know father figure, you know, taking me under his wing, we could go that far. Uh, I I can't do nothing but tip my head off to him. He a good guy. Uh. I remember before I was even introduced to AAU, bro, I was playing with Coach Rodney for the Praise God Ballers, a church league. I knew nothing about AAU, and I was just dominating the church league. And Coach Rod was like, man, you never thought about playing AAU? You know, I, I know somebody that, uh, you know, be interested. You know, they travel and stuff like this. And I got to know Coach O, eighth grade. And then from there, it was just history. And, like, man, he was putting me on the biggest stages. Man. I came home. Oh. Biggest stages, bro. 
now, now, now you say you play for Praise God Baller. I actually, I'm very close with Coach Rod. That's my big cousin, man. What was it like playing for Coach Rod, and how did how did he help shape you into the role uh, the role model that you are today? Bro, he he is a he's a first ballot role model. Uh, he's a great guy. He when 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 people speak about it's for the youth, it's for the youth. He lived that. He don't just speak. He lived that, bro. Oh. So he's been around. He's one of like when I used to play with Coach Rod, like. It don't matter if you was the worst or the, the best player. He treat everybody the same. Right. You know, he was one of the first coaches I ever played for who really was very detailed on fundamentals, bro. He would teach his fundamentals to the core. And, you know, nowadays it's not like that, man. It's, man. <laughs> a lot of kids don't know fundamentals. Like Coach Rod, he was fundamental, you know, always had you in the gym. You no, know, he would just push you. He was one of those guys. Just wanted you to be better than, you know, be better all the time. If you knew, if you knew now, if you knew now what you knew then, what would you do differently? Man, just be, uh, you know, be quiet, listen first. Uh, just because you think the player you are doesn't mean your say-so matters all the time. You, sometimes, you know, Coach Helm used to always tell us, it's okay to say okay. That's a good, that's a good way to put it, man, because some kids, man, they, I'm the best player. I don't need this. It's like, okay know, to say okay. Or, or just think, you know, you just know it all and it's not the case or just think all doors right. go open because you're this player. I just had to learn. You know, I had to be humble multiple times to just learn, like, to, it's okay to say okay. Anyway. Let's uh let's get into that uh course side takeover segment. Oh, it's time for our takeover segment of the day. I'm gonna ask you a couple questions. You can answer them, you know, however best of your ability, however you may. Um, first things first. Narrow your principles down into three words. Principles. Um hard work. Um, to, uh, sacrifice and being just precise. Precise. Mm. Five dinner guests, dead or alive. It could be anybody. Dinner guests. Yeah. I'm bring. I'm bringing my girl, Aaron. They they from <laughs> they from dope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Cocho. Uh, my guy Junior. I like uh, that table. <laughs> um, what's that four, right? That's four. You need one more. My mom dukes. My dukes. Yeah, you gotta be there. Bring mom dukes. Who who do you wish was watching you perform every game? If you could choose anybody. My, my daughter, my daughter, she didn't, even though she's seen me play, like even overseas or, you know, other places, but just on that consistent type of base, you get what I'm saying? It, it, it just, I, I, that, that, 
going from averaging this to this just because baby girl, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Hey, I know you know what you're saying. Being able to experience that and see that with me and my steps. So when I tell her, you know, try to tell her, explain something to her, she have seen it. Mm-hmm. And then now she can, you know, take it with her, so. Give us your top five, AT top five players, your top five, not who, who you think the best ever to play in the <laughs> league, your top five. Top five in the, top five in the league? Yeah, top five. They ain't in. They they could be retired, dead or alive. Yeah. Um, I want to say, man, that guy Westbrook, bro. Yeah. Westbrook. He just, I know I'm gonna get him every possession. He just played with that. He trying to rip your ear off type attitude, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> Westbrook. Um, my top five. My top five of all time are my top five favorite players. Your top five favorite players. Um, I say Westbrook, KD, man. He different. KD. Uh, KD. Uh, LeBron. He just fits so many categories. Man. Oh, man. Next too tough. I haven't done no top five in so long. Um, let me see. Amari Stoudemire, his prime. Hey, what you know about him? What you know about him? <laughs> hey man, I Amari like Stoudemire, guys, man. You know they a lot, of, man, a lot of people don't give my boy his flowers, man. Oh man, he was bad. And uh, T Mac also his prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good five, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's a real yeah, that's good five. That's a that's a that's a young and go get it five right there. I like that. Yeah. No cap. That was my brother, favorite player, Amari. Yeah, Amari was a monster, bro. If you could play in any country, where would you go play at? Ooh. Spain? Mm. Spain? I heard good things about Spain or France. France, yeah. France probably lit, bro. Yeah, I had, you know, a couple guys played in, uh, yeah, France and heard good things about France. Favorite series to watch? It could be on Hulu, TV, anything. AT get more, what do you watch? Um, dang, that's tough, man. Cause I definitely be on the TV shows, man. Um, have you have y'all seen uh, what's the TV show? I can't remember. I like I like the uh, I like um, All American. Yeah, I like that. Like All American. I watched it so many um. That's tough, man. That's tough. <laughs> you, you into that uh raising Canaan? I'm not hit. It, it's it's a it's a new series they just started. It's it's like it's a branch off of power. You hit the power. 
Oh yeah, power. Oh, okay, yeah, power. Yeah, it's a sure. branch. I ain't, now, now, I ain't, I'm one of the ones like I, ain't, I, I'm, I'm stuck on my boy Ghost, man. I, I'm sorry they killed my oh, boy. Good. So, oh good. So, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. now, bro. This is part two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is a for, movie, right? part two. Cause Ty, they did the Tyreek the first, uh, the first one, and now yeah, they doing. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, it was, it went bad, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was that, good. My my girl actually put me onto it because she said her uh, people at the job were telling her about it, and I watched. I was like, "Damn, I want to see number two. Like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, the one with the one with Tyreek was far. So so it was it like was. then then he threw the cane in there. I ain't gonna lie, man. Fifty man, he a bad boy getting oh, man, for sure. <laughs> he, he got a, a great boy. vision, bro. For sure, definitely. Uh, definitely. Last but not least, eggs, Didi. This when we interview you. Now we open up the floor to. Now we open up the floor to us, eggs, Diz, and Dwight. Do you got anything you want to ask us before we get up out of here? So let me see. So oh, there's. Uh, I'm trying to because when I first uh, found out about y'all guys' podcast, we played against each other. That's what I want to answer. Where did we play? Did we play against each other? Was it like an open gym? Or high school or something like that, because I know we played against each other, bro. Probably like an open gym run or something. Definitely, probably, definitely. What year sure. you, you graduate? I graduated fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, okay. Fourteen. So how is it? So my my question for you, Dad. So how is it? You know, with the podcast thing, like, I, you I, know, what's the pros and cons of having it, and you know, how how's it been going for you? It's, it's, I know it's all of you guys as a core, but I'm I'm asking you. Yeah, it, it, nah, that's that's who started it. That's who started it. Nah, but it's been going straight though. Um, I think the pros about it is still being in the field, still like being around the game, giving the people, uh, giving like our coaches a platform, players a platform, athletes a platform. Um, just being it's like still being around the game. Like the cons is you can. It's just like any other business. Like people gonna tell you no. Some people gonna, some people gonna support. Some people gonna like. It's just all about starting from the ground and trying to build up. So, so that that ain't really like a con because I'm just doing the dirty work. So, right. I think you're doing a good job, bro. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. And and for real, for real, bro. I just wanted to tell you I appreciate you for even you feel me doing the interview with me. Like coming to sit down, coming to stop. Like I said, some people tell you yeah, some people tell you no. You was one of the people to say yeah, so I appreciate you. Like you feel me? I just wanted to let that be known before we get up out of here. For sure, bro. For sure, bro. No doubt. And and question for the white. How how that transition been now that you you a coach, bro? So you know, I told you how I felt about it. You know, I was around it. I was the coaching. You know, sometimes. Uh, one thing I learned was I was trying to coach them as if I was in a position. Yeah, like if that right, makes so, sense, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I ain't gonna lie. Last year, last year was my first year head coach, so it was like it was tough because, but at the same time, it was easy because like I actually got a group of kids that was like, like they was kind of like us for real. Like they was hungry. Like they, I didn't want to lose. They didn't want to lose. I could push them 
and I knew I wasn't going too far. And like they had run through a while for me, like still to this day. So it was kind of easy, but the but it, I ain't gonna lie, it's tough, bro. It's tough because then you get a couple kids that ain't like us, like, and you want to coach them like they us, and they ain't as tough mm-hmm. as we was. So it's like it, it's tough, man. So like I always call my my biggest mentor and like get so much advice from you, and like sometimes I I take it and sometimes I'm like, man, not nah, that soft, like you know. So yeah, like, right, right, right. It, it, it's it's tough, like it, it's it's fun. I see. I see what our coaches were saying back in the day, like, I'd be like, man, I see, like, why you went home and was mad, like, or, or why you came back the next day and we ran out there or something, man. like, it's mm-hmm. tough, bro. And, and, and I ain't gonna lie, I was I was happy to see you on that sideline last year, because I'm like, them kids need it, like, oh, yeah. Did, nobody really knew for real, because it was the middle of the pandemic and, you know, teams wasn't calling. It was, it was new for me. Cause I'm normally gone every year saying it's like the same schedule clockwork and it was new for me. So I was like, you know, I want to take on a new challenge then. So, you know, I'm going to continue working out until, you know, it's time to that time comes. So coach why I was there, I was, you know, just being around the practice and the gate just 24 seven, just locked in like that. I'm like, I ain't got no problem with it. Cause I'm in the gym, but like you, it, it, it really wake you up to like, wow, like, dang, man. Like, you know the guys in the past was talking about, coaches right. were talking about. It's a oh, tough challenge, bro. And since you brought that up, I meant to ask you that too. That was one of the questions I meant to ask earlier. What was it like going through that pandemic uh, and, and going like trying to get back across that water and seeing what was gonna happen next, not knowing what was gonna happen next? Like, what was it like? It was a very tough situation um, because, you know, like I said, I was just so used to just, it was like clockwork. You know, I was signed in the middle of the summer, just get prepared, head, you know, head there by preseason, you know, middle of August. And, you know, that 10 months being home, you know, I enjoyed it because it was a lot of family time. I did. It was a lot of family things. I was able to just be around, you know, just, you know, just with my girl and my daughter, just, you know, learn different things and be around more tournaments and stuff like that. But it was just tough, bro. You know, uh, it it, it, showed, it shows, you know, because I had a couple guys who also was still home. And it was just tough for Americans during that whole period, man, because, right. you know, some teams wasn't trying to sign to Americans. Some wasn't trying, wasn't trying to sign a lot of Americans. Some was trying to sign you only for – a very small price. It was just so many pros and cons. And, you know, to the point, you know, I'm, I'm up here, you know, telling my man at my agent, but my agent was telling me, like, look, AT, just be patient. He tell you to lock in, stay in the jail, man. The time will come, and, and it definitely came. It came, you know, later than what I thought, but, you know, it was worth the wait. So, sure, sure. Hey, man, you mentioned your girl a lot in here. How she make you a better man? Man, she... But that's my rock, man. She, man, when it comes to, you know, forget basketball, man, just life, life situations at my lowest points before I made a dollar, uh, just understanding life, you know, things you don't, things that don't make sense when you're younger, then you get older, you know, responsibilities, you know, all this stuff. She just credit, like, bro, like, just all this stuff, you know, just waking me up to. 
you know, just helping me become a better, you know, father, just a better person. Uh, you know, she just, she, 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 she fit those, she fit all those categories. Even, you know, I've been knowing her for so long. She just, you know, she fit all those categories and, you know, like I, I would tell people, she the brains of the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you had a chance to play with one player, who would it be? Ooh, play with one player. For some, that's tough. One player I want to play with. Either for some reason, it's, a, it's between two guys because they just, just box office. Uh, either Steph or Kyrie. For some reason, Kyrie, because I just want to see that on a nightly basis. Man. <laughs> it's a lot of great players out there, bro. Don't get me wrong. We could be naming for days. But that guy, I've seen him play in person one time, bro. And it's just like, dude is unreal. Like the stuff you see on TV. Like, I'm like, yo, dude is, he is box office. Oh, oh yeah, you um, oh yeah, I meant to, I was supposed to speak on that earlier. You played in the ACC, some of the biggest schools, man. You was actually one of the best players. You know, we know you got a chance to meet like one of the people I always said I wanted to meet before I go is Dick Vitale. I just think he's so inspirational to the game of basketball and how much I love it. Let's talk about some people you met where you was like, man, this, this I can't believe who it like I can't believe it's such and such. Like who who are some of those people you ran into and met where you was like, oh yeah, you had like, or just only at FSU? It could be FSU, it could be when you was like who, who, oh, uh, definitely FSU who you Oh, at FSU, I met um I remember I seen Deion Sanders because you know he went to FSU. Man, was and he's so in his appearance light up a room, but he just so normal. That's even more of a bonus. You got what I'm saying? Like his appearance, like, oh, that's prime time, bro. Like, you don't even you don't even be like this, Deion Sanders. You be like, that's prime time. Prime like so. I ain't never met I ain't never met Dion, but but I'm a big fan of the uh Gilly and Wallow podcast, million dollars worth of game. I'm oh, like yeah, yeah. Seeing seeing him, they just invited uh them down to uh the Jackson State home opener and stuff. And like, bro, just his, he his a good presence, guy. like he his presence, like he 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 light up a room, bro. Like his voice, he, like bro. He's so he's so for the kids. Like yeah. <laughs> some like they that, that that's what they, like that's I met a lot of people like that, bro. Like for, they they celebrities or something. Like I remember I seen Terrell Lawrence, mm -hmm. and like I seen Terrell, but you went I you wouldn't even notice he's sitting right here because he's just so chill for real. Like you only knew because people was asking for a picture, man. Yeah. So you know I met a, I met a lot of guys. You know FSU. Uh, you know I played against a lot of pros too. Before they, you know, who they are now, you know, Jabari and all those guys. Okay. And Doris Burke. Uh, Doris Burke was my ACC media day trainer. And I had no idea. I just remember, you know, the guy who worked with the media at FSU, you know, he texted me like, hey, AT, after your last class, you need to come on to, you know, uh, I forget the name of the building, the academic building. I went in there and I went to the media. Like, yeah, because the AC, because you had ACC media that week before the conference play. Yeah. You know, I just walk in there 
you know, she's sitting in a chair. I look, I'm like, that's George Burke. I'm like, she like, uh, like, hey, she like, hey, don't worry. I'm just prepping you for your ACC media day. And, you know, shout out her because I really, I did a good job at ACC media day too. It was good. I did a good job at ACC media day. But I was like, it was Doris Burke. I'm like, wow. And, you know, because you watching her on a nightly basis, she interviewing these guys we watching. One you know, of the she goats. She yeah, one of the lady goats. goats. She one of the goats. She one of the goats. And another one, last one is Dick Vitale. It was it was football weekend, and we was playing. It wasn't a rival, but the football games were just so lit, it felt like a rival. That boy. And, and he was there, and he was you know, pretty much, you know, Coach Hamilton, a well-known guy. So, you know, they together and Coach Gates was with him. And, you know, what's, what's the other guy named Jay Billis? You know, they click. So, and I see the article the next day. It was on, uh, I think it was Twitter. Somebody they was taking me in and post, you know, um, <laughs> Dick Vitale, you know, he's, no, he's uh I get the I got the chance to witness, you know, FSU practice. And I know about Aaron Thomas. He's a diaper dandy. He's one of the ones. <laughs> one of the ones. <laughs> you know, like, so I was like, oh, like it didn't Jay Billis. Um after we after ACC, ACC uh after conference uh league play championship, uh, after, after one of the games we played Virginia, we beat Virginia, it was a good game. No, Maryland. And Jay Billy was like, Aaron Thomas has blossomed into one of the best players in the country. I've said it. You heard it from me. And, you know, and these th- – Jay Billis is a big-time guy, though, bro. Jay, Jay oh, yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay, Jay Billis. So I'm like, hey, I went from hearing him talk about all these other guys, like they saying my name. So it really was like a motivational type thing. Dang, oh, and uh, Kevin Hart, he did a stand-up at our uh, – inside our gym, our oh. home gym. <laughs> and we was able to get tickets because it was our home gym, so we walked right through the back. And I was like, he the littlest person in the room, bro. I, I was like, that's wow, that's lit it up. <laughs> and it was, I ain't gonna lie, it was funny, too. This one, he was first coming out with, like, was it like last the and all that yeah. stuff? Yeah. 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 Man. Hey, man, I appreciate you for joining us, bro, man, for real. It's, appreciate y'all, man. Thanks for the opportunity. Send a, hey, send us that link, man. I want to watch some games too, man. Send, you send links. links, man. Yeah. I got you. I got you for sure, bro. Yeah, you got to drop it, bro. Well, it's the Course That Takeover podcast, and Dwight. We and we out.